Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games that people love and why they love them. And today we're going back. Oh, we're going, we're going way, way back, guys. back, guys. We're joined by wonderful comedian Joe DeRosa as we talk a little bit about his favorite game of all time, Devil's Crush, but also a lot about his uh, his love of arcade games and old school video games. And, you know, that kind of age in video games where things were simpler. This man loves his arcade games. He, he goes really, really into detail about it, and I'm certain if you guys are into vintage arcade games, you're going to love this episode. Yeah, he's got systems that we didn't even know existed. Until I had no that. idea, no. Uh, but, yeah, guys, uh, Joe is a connoisseur of all things classic video game and uh, a big proponent of games that you can just plug in and start playing. And, you know, none of that frills of the, of the uh, open world sandbox that's too big. We're talking about platformers that are fun that you can just jump into. Also, Joe's fun. Joe's fun. Joe's fun. He's funny. He's a good dude. We He's like him. He's just a good dude. He's super nice. Uh, so check him out. But yeah, guys, we're jumping in with some Devil's Crush and a lot of arcade. This is New Players Joint. The idea of a 3D Mario to had was of no at that time was of no interest to me. <laughs> I, I love the person being like, "This will never catch on." Like, what is this? A bunch of like fast food burgers? I'm going to want to sit and order every day. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was very odd. I I, I didn't. It just seemed so because a lot of those 3D games didn't catch on. No. Yeah. You know, when Castlevania tried to do it, a lot of people thought it was <clears throat> sort of blasphemous because they had had That's so right. many side scrollers. And I guess they did well enough, but, um, you know, the games that weren't born in that world, like, they, I think they did a 3D Cuber and a 3D Pac-Man, and oh. they just did, they did, it didn't make sense to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, those ones those never, into, they just kind of forced it. Well, the technology was there, and they're like, we see Mario doing, we see this doing, this is successful, that's successful. It's like, let's all go, and then you're like, wow, this is all bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to compete with Bonds, because when Bond came out, that was like, that was a big deal. Yeah, that like, was the that... first time that game, that kind of game like that existed. That first-person shooter was like, not well, not that a first-person shooter existed, but like that open space 3D world, run with your friends, like, and then they throw they threw a theme on it that everybody could love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was the uh, the deathmatch. I remember. Yeah, that's why we all had a 64 was to play deathmatch. <laughs> I I feel <laughs> like I've read so many stories about so many writers' room being destroyed by Goldeneye because people just wouldn't hard. show up, or they just like they'll just spend all day playing Zelda or Goldeneye, sure. or what have you? Essentially, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, no, guys, gotta quit playing video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> was was there a point with 64 that you were kind of like because you play a lot of consoles and you collect them. Are there certain consoles that you're like, this isn't it or this isn't the one? Like you can feel like this is a flawed system essentially. I haven't I haven't gone back and gotten a sixty four again. Yeah. I, I, I I my collecting is is fairly recent because I, I had all these for the most part I had all these consoles at one point and then I got rid of them because I got I th- I kinda thought at one point I was done with video games. Oh. And then uh and then I would sort of sort of glide back in uh, when a certain console would come out. 64 was one that kind of brought me back oh. uh, for a few minutes. Um, <laughs> and then I reluctantly got a GameCube, but but I... <laughs> I reluctantly got you know, a GameCube. What's reluctantly? Like, you're like, I guess I shouldn't. I'm, uh, I just didn't care. And then, like, <laughs> I, I didn't care enough. I wasn't... I just really... I, I did not... The, the, the three... 
dimensionalization of video games really took me out of it. I, wow. Okay, I did not... Uh, the the dying of the video arcade and the, you know, the 3D versions of all these games, it's... When they first came out, they looked terrible, you know, and that's a pretty common... <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a pretty common... Uh, uh, opinion amongst amongst gamers, like it's, I mean, really amongst people with eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Final Fantasy VII, but every time I turn on, I'm like, man, look at those triangles and pyramids. <laughs> yeah, hit those other spheres. Like, it's all just, it's all very geometric. All of a sudden, yes, yeah. It's the, it's, it's, it's everything looks like polygons, yep. and uh, <clears throat> you know, and the color palette is not very vast. Um, no, <laughs> so. Uh, so that that just kind of took me out of it, but like you know, there were certain games that I thought did it pretty well at the time that I liked, that kept my interest, you know, one foot in the pool, whatever. So, you know, my friend had a PlayStation. I remember thinking Tomb Raider was very cool. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking Resident Evil was very cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I had a sixty-four, so I really liked Bond. I re- I thought Shadows of the Empire and Rogue Squadron were yeah, like the best yeah, things. Those are really great. Ever. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about Mario earlier. I caught on to that later. Eventually, I realized how why the 3D Mario was cool. Yeah. But initially, I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want... I just, it just didn't make sense to me. What age yeah. were you when you didn't care? I'm like... I have this... Because in my head, I have this image of like teenage you being like, no way, dude. This is fucking selling out. This is the man getting his, his the claws and this. <laughs> yeah, I think I was like 19 or there 18. There you go. Yeah. That works yeah. for me. That works for the mental image <laughs> I had in my head. Yeah. So I got, oh, I remember now. I got the GameCube because they had released Rogue Squadron 3. There you go. Uh, so I get you. Yeah. <laughs> And Rogue... They released the sequels later on. You're like, yeah. now you want that. Third that then one. I wanted it. Yeah. Well, they also they one of the launch titles was Rogue Squadron Two, but I didn't. I remember playing it and not for 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 whatever reason not liking it that much at the time, and then realizing that was wrong. That it was actually. <laughs> right. So um, you you yeah. have you already have a, a track record now of calling yourself out on your own mistakes. Yeah. Judgment. Uh, yeah. Totally. Just. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, not on this podcast because we're talking about video games, but I'd love to hear you just talk about all of like the first twenty-five years of your life. <laughs> yeah, I made a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so. So I, I kind of had uh, uh, phased out, and uh, you know, I played here and there. Even when I got the GameCube, there, there were there was like a handful of games I played on it that I really liked. Again, most of them hearkening back to the older stuff. Beautiful Joe was a series I really liked. Mm-hmm. That was a side-scroller, though. Um, you know, um, <clears throat> I did like Resident Evil 4. I remember that. that For a while, that was my favorite game, because that was, to me, when the 3D stuff started to that, really come that to game its own. Is, you played on GameCube, right? Yeah. That game really was like a... I didn't care about GameCube at all, and my friend's like, I got a GameCube, and I was like, why? Like, yeah. Why did you do that? He's like, come see Resident Evil, and I saw it, and I felt like the graphics were like... I felt like I was watching another console. Yeah. Like, it felt like that. I was like, I can't believe what I'm watching, and it took Resident Evil to a whole new level, so I understand you being like, this game, like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, and I bought it just on 
blind. I had never seen it or anything. Really? I, and I bought it thinking it would probably be like the earlier ones. But GameCube d- d- didn't have as many titles as no. the other systems, and um, or at least that's how I remembered it. And I, I got, but I just bought it because it was the new game. Yeah. And I was desperate for a game, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Right? Yeah, that <laughs> game was awesome. <laughs> this is a one game that I think Jesse hasn't really explored the Resident Evil franchise, Not and that thing. was a game again. And I, I should just, get into it. Joe and I just like this game was at the time like wow. But you have to remember that I'm a big old wimp, and <laughs> as a little kid, I was a bigger, younger wimp. Sure. Uh, and so like. Like, little anxiety disorder me wasn't like, yeah, let's play a horror game alone in my room. I was like, that was not what video games were for. <laughs> right. They were for making me feel safe, not for making me feel more afraid of life. Well, much like uh, like horror franchises, Resident Evil 4 is the tipping point of the franchise. Yeah. It almost, it's, to me, it's very identical to um, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. When Nightmare on Elm Street 4 came out, that everybody thought that this was... We, we were all nuts about it. Like, yeah. we thought it was the greatest, you yeah. know, version of this film that we had seen yet as kids or whatever. And then after that, they tried to emulate it a couple yeah. times and it uh, sucked. And the yeah. same thing happened with Resident Evil yep. 5 and 6. They're, they're, they're not good. And then they hit reset <laughs> with 7, which is yeah. the same thing that happened with Wes Craven's New Nightmare was part 7 where they kind of hit reset again. Boom. There you so go. They, they took analogous. PT. They went the PT route, yeah. essentially. So it was like, yeah. yeah. And it was like, why did you do this? <laughs> PT, which is the scariest thing I've ever played. Yes, this is absolutely. insanity. Probably Pure insanity. The yeah. fact that that game never came to fruition and some people never got to experience that is horrible. Yeah. Like, it's a horrible thing. I'm so sorry if you never got to play PT. If you never played PT, I hate horror games. I hate horror movies. <laughs> I loved PT. And that's not because it wasn't scary. It scared the shit out of me, but I couldn't stop being amazed at how different it was. Yes. We were playing... Oh, sorry. No, no, you go ahead. We were playing it at my apartment once with... It was me, Matt McCarthy, Karen Kilgariff, and um, Vince Averill, and Georgia Hardstark. And uh, Karen left before we started playing. Then Matt and I was like, you got to check out this game. Yeah. And we started playing, and Vince was like... Fuck this! I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, so like, he left. It ruins like, the people. moment that door shuts or whatever. Yeah. He's like, no, <laughs> just done. Yeah, he left. He was like, I can't. So Georgia and he are married, so they left. And then I remember Matt and I were playing it, and we were like, holy shit, man! Because I'd gotten farther into it with Matt than I had by myself. And then. Karen, I guess, forgot like something at the house, and she came back and banged on the door, and it scared. The shit. <laughs> That's a great comedic jump cut, right there. Yeah, it was like she was like, "What is wrong with you two? And yeah, I was like, like you haven't game. seen, you haven't seen the fucking thing in the bathroom sink yet. You don't know how scared we are. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that. That was a, that was an amazing game. The, I found out about that game because Kamal uh, uh, Nanjiani texted me. And he just said, download, uh, he goes, go to PS, the PS store right now and download uh, PT, it's free, and turn off your lights and play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meanest thing anyone's yeah. ever texted you. And then the next text just said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I was like, because I don't, I'm, I don't, we don't text that frequently, and I don't see him that often. So I was like, if he's texting me yeah. this, this is like this a, is something special. He's going out of his way to be like, you should really go yeah, into this right tur- now. Turns out Kumail Nanjiani fucking hates you, dude. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, probably. Uh, hey, guys, hey. welcome to the show. This is a new Players Join podcast. Podcast, we talk to people about the video games and... they love and why they love them. I'm trying to get better at doing the opening. Oh, no, I, I love when we just say games a bunch and it's incoherent <laughs> and it sounds like we're drunk. Uh, 
Yeah, we've got we've got uh, a great guest and one of I mean, this is the strangest game we've had so far. I think so far. I think so, so far. far, or at least so the most far. specific. Yes. Um, <clears throat> We're joined by, uh, I mean, you might know him from his stand-up. You might know him from Emotional Hangs. You might know him from Better Call Saul. Uh, but we're joined by the very talented and very funny Joe DeRosa. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for saying nice things. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for having do, me. What do other hosts say to you when they introduce you? I don't do a lot of podcasting. <laughs> you host a podcast. Yeah, I host, I host two. I, uh, I don't listen to them. I don't do them. I rarely do them. These, these. I'm doing this one this month and obsessed, uh, both because the content of I liked what you guys were talking about and I liked what Obsessed was talking <laughs> nice. about. They're I'm talking about similar stuff on that podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I just do them if I think it's a cool idea and like. So I do like a lot of the Doug Benson ones. Like yeah. I do Doug loves movies a lot. Yeah. Because they're fun and I really like movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like I don't. Um, you don't want to hit the circuit for no reason. I just don't. I just don't think anybody needs to hear me <laughs> talking as a stand-up and as yeah, a podcast yeah. host. So, so, so no one listened to me. The reason Joe <laughs> enough, you know, it's like <laughs> the reason you were yeah. so uh, shocked that I said nice things about you is because you don't say nice things about you either. No. Okay. Just, no, just make sure we're on the same page on this. I'm trying to keep some semblance. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm drinking a uh, Dr. Pepper. Ooh, I'm trying to keep some, yeah. <laughs> some. I'm trying to keep some semblance of that old school way of being in the entertainment business, where oh, yeah. every waking fucking minute of your life isn't exposed <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> so I stopped using Twitter recently. I still oh, good for you. I post to it, but I post to it through my Instagram. Good. So anyway, yeah. uh, that's that's why I don't do a ton of podcasts. But I like that you guys talk about. Uh, uh, video games, so yeah, I man. wanted to. I appreciate it that you wanted to have me on, and I wanted to come talk to you. Well, Thanks thank you so much Joe, for joining us. It. And you're sure. talking. Well, you are a console collector. Yes, uh, as we were talking about before, and not like now. Like people can be like, oh, I got an Xbox and a PlayStation. I want to see what the big fucking deal is. No, <laughs> way different than that. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about a video game that's on a system that most people have never heard of. Yes. Yeah. So this is Devil's Crush. Devil's Crush. Yes. For TurboGrafx-16. Yes. Which is actually the name of, I don't think it's out yet, but Kanye West is calling his new album TurboGrafx-16. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys heard that here first on a video game <laughs> podcast. Yeah, he's he's announced it a bunch. Like, he's said it all over the place, but I don't think it's really registered with many people. No, many nobody people knows don't remember the system. <laughs> Jeez. But I guess he's... Doing, I don't know. There, there was a coolness about the Turbo Graphics system where it was the sort of outlier. Yeah, yeah. And it was more capable in certain ways uh -huh. than the Genesis and and then Super Nintendo. It had, it just had aspects to it that were, that were very original and very cool. So I yeah. guess maybe that's what his thinking is with uh -huh. this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but it also it failed. Like it, yeah. it you know it, it it had a great library of games, uh, but it it failed. Yeah, so. commercially not a huge success. It was a, yeah. it was an eight bit CPU but sixteen bit coloring on it. If I'm correct about this, uh, it, I it, believe what? so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I know it was. All I know is it was a 16-bit system. Yeah. This game know? is popular enough that they do bring it back every decade for mods or emulation or putting it on the Wii. Or you can oh, get it on PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, they bring it back constantly. Uh, so for people listening who have never heard of it, uh, Devil's Crush is a an occult-themed pinball game that is three layers of pinball deep. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, flappers with the flappers. Yeah, with the flippers. 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 That's how they're correctly ter- referred to as um, Yeah. And then like bonus rounds scattered throughout. But mm-hmm. most of the game takes place on this one large pinball face. Yeah, so it's three tiers. Every tier has its own set of flippers. So the goal is obviously you want to stay at the highest tier mm-hmm. because you can keep racking up points. Mm-hmm. Uh Great but metaphor for life. Great yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always be doing good. Always be at the top, making lots yeah. of money. Great yeah. metaphor for life. Yeah. So, and then um, there are all these little, like, sort of, um, like, cubby hole portal things on the different levels that if you get your ball in those, it takes you to a bonus stage where you fight, like, some sort of demon monster or something. Right. Always using the ball, though. Like, hitting it with the ball, with yeah. the flippers. Um, but every level has different... A different sort of re, um, uh, uh, like a perpetual goal thing that you can do on each on each phase on each tier of the level. So mm-hmm. it's like the top level; these monks come out and circle this pentagram, and as you hit them with balls, they disappear. And then once you kill them all, then they reload in mm-hmm. a different color, and then the points go up. Whatever. Second tier is a woman's face a face like right. a in like a battle helmet and she yeah. slowly transforms into like a lizard if she's got keep... like fangs right like she yeah. starts as like a vampire kind of thing it starts as a vampire then she turns into like a snake yeah uh and if you get so the way you do that is that she's got these holes at the top of her helmet you get the ball in and like the more you do that the more she transforms yeah and then the bottom level you can there's a tiny little castle if you get your ball through the the entrance way of the castle it puts a stopper at the bottom so you can't mm-hmm. lose your ball. So there's all kinds of tricks like that where you can plug up all the different holes ah. and ways to die and really start to like accrue crazy points. But the music's insane and like oh, yeah, it's, it's all like, very, very satanic yeah. looking. It's like MIDI death metal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You had nothing else to say to that except yes. yes. Yeah. A stark confirmation that yeah, it is MIDI death metal. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's very much of that time and because uh, that's that's what, like if you ever watch the um, angry video game nerd, yeah. um, he did a he did a video of Sega versus Super Nintendo Genesis versus Super Nintendo, yeah. like which console is better, and excuse me, the thing he said about Genesis. In the music department was that, like, the cool thing about Genesis music was it sounded like heavy metal. Like, yeah. All the Genesis music sounded very, like, heavy metal-ish. Uh, of course, done with, like, MIDI stuff. Yeah. But, like, uh, and Super Nintendo's was more, like, fun and, and quirky. Um, but, yeah, like, Turbo Graphics fit far more into the f- model of Genesis yeah. than, it did, uh, than it did Super Nintendo. But... Um, but the game, I mean, at the time, and this is, uh, God, what is it, like 92, 91 when these consoles came out? Mm-hmm. That was pretty crazy to have a game <clears throat> marketed for kids. That was like devil worship? Yeah, that <laughs> was that intense. My parents, know? when I was four, they bought me a game called Road Rash. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Road Rash is a game where you get on a motorcycle and you literally try to Beat police officers off of you. Well, yeah. no, you, first you steal weapons from other motor, yes. motorists. Basically, you, you are on a motorcycle a and you try to hurt people. <laughs> right. That's what the game is. And yeah. when I wasn't playing that, I was playing a game called Street Fighter. Yeah. So seeing the discrepancy is very obvious already at that point. Because on Nintendo, I was playing Zelda, Mario. <laughs> I was just right. like with like nice things. And then when Sega came out, it was like the 90s or like Terminator arrived. Yeah. Like Mortal <laughs> Kombat is now a 
thing. The yeah. 90s yeah. are all yeah. about punching people in the face and using weapons to murder. Yeah. It's yeah. a terrifying it, decade. It was a, it was a huge uh, it was a huge jump and um I I want I really want Road Rash for the Genesis but it's it's one of the pricier carts to buy now is yeah. it it's a very yeah. popular game yeah. i didn't know it was that it was like that going back like same thing with mario you're just like i had no idea this game was that big yeah. everybody's playing this game at a certain it's time. tough yeah that's a that's an expensive the genesis carts get pr- really pricey so yeah. do some of the super nintendo carts but the super nintendo just seems to have more games per series so it's like okay if you can't afford to get, um, you know, the Super Mario All-Stars cart, you can probably at least get the Super Mario World cart. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, like, you have some options to zig and zag, but with Genesis, there isn't as, there aren't as many options. And I just remember that was one of the games I really wanted, and it was, like, I mean, expensive meaning, like, you know, it's probably 65 bucks or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's hard to rationalize for yourself. You're like, yeah. uh, I'm an adult person who shouldn't have to spend 65 <laughs> on a game that should cost five yeah, that I well, could emulate. That's the tough part now for me about collecting because I've been, I'm sort of a recent collector and I'm, I'm going back and repurchasing things mm-hmm. from my childhood uh, because... I can't remember if we said this on or off air, but like I, you know, I had all this stuff at one point, and I got rid of it because mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be. Uh, I just wasn't. I, 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 it was, it was very. So here's what happened. I got into. Um, or do we still have to talk about Devil's Cross? Dude, go. We're going we go. to. But okay, go. sorry. <laughs> the uh, so I got the end of uh, so I had an Xbox 360, and again there was this huge break that i took between my gamecube and my xbox 360 like there was probably two at least two years in there where i just didn't play games and then i was kind of getting curious about the xbox 360 and a friend of mine on the road told me like you know how great it was and how gears of war is the greatest game ever and blah blah blah. so i cracked out i bought one i got gears of war and i it's always one game that pulls me in bioshock was the game that made me want to buy the 360 absolutely so i got it and i bought bioshock and gears of war um and i i fell in love with it i loved it i couldn't play enough of it and then they started porting old both both of them yeah they're both great games that's awesome cool then they started porting uh old arcade games over um, so they did Double Dragon, finally. Nice, we got like yeah. the actual arcade port yeah. of it. Um, and stuff like that. And I just loved it. I thought it was such an amazing thing. Like, that was when the, the network gaming thing was new. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I thought that was great. But in the last, I'd say, eight months to a year of the Xbox, I found my, or the Xbox 360, I found myself doing the same thing, which is I'd buy a game that I was excited about, I'd play it for two levels and then I would not ever pick it up again yeah. and I'd trade it and I'd get something else and I'd play it for two levels and I was just getting to this point I was like I don't care about any of these games anymore yeah. like it's it's all the same shit to me it's like yeah. it's a first person shooter and it goes through these these seven beats per yep. level or whatever or it's this role playing thing and you gotta spend all this time designing your head and your <laughs> <laughs> You know, your shirt and your beard. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's very important that your guy look as serious as possible, and you're never going to see his face again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it was a lot of that, and 
And then also, like, I remember lo- really loving the Guitar Hero games when they first came out, and mm-hmm. then they just they came out with so fucking many. And yeah, I was like, they oversaturated that market pretty fast. Yeah, and the same thing with Call of Duty for me, yep. where I yeah. thought Call of Duty Modern Warfare was so amazing, and then it was just like, it felt like every three weeks a new Call of Duty was yeah. coming out. <laughs> yeah. And everything that I had loved about video games had, was gone. Yeah. There was, there was zero novelty to it anymore. There was no novelty because a it was so readily accessible uh which took for me took a lot of the magic out of it you know a lot of the magic as you were when you're a kid about playing a video game is that it's not you can't you don't have the money to just go yeah. buy a game when you get a game that you really like it's like, a big deal yeah it's special uh and th- when you go to the arcade and your dad or mom would give you money and say go you know that was that was a am- that was amazing yeah you know so like all that was gone, and then the other part of it that was gone for me was the pick up and play aspect. It was no, there was there was no more just hey, just pick up and tune out for a little while, like, yeah. just have some fun. Everything was so like in your face and all consuming, and you have to go live in this other world. And I was just like, I I don't care about any of this anymore. And I found myself going to the store and saying, um, you know, I'd be like, what can I just pick up and play? Yeah. I don't want, and I, they'd be like, well, you know, like Darkstalkers is cool, but because, you know, da, 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 but, the, you know, there is a role playing, and I'd be like, no, 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 I don't want any, ro- yeah. just, I, I want like a Ninja Gaiden, like you pick it up and yeah. you just kill shit, and yeah. you, it's just fun. And there wasn't a lot of shit out there. Um, <clears throat> so PS4, the next wave of consoles came along, and I thought, this is just this is just happening because the console's at the end. Yeah. The next console it'll be bigger and better and I'll, I'll love it. So I got the P- I got a PS4 like miraculously somehow uh when they were new and um and it was the same shit all over again. I was yeah. I was like start playing a game. I was like I don't like, fucking care about this. Mm-hmm. And the turnaround this is when the turnaround happened. 2 years three years later i think three years possibly maybe even four however long it's been out um i got i went to the store and i got nhl 2015 or 2015 i think Jesus right this is up your alley mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh <laughs> the reason i got it was because it had it had 93 mode on it. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All mm-hmm. of a sudden. And it was just like, yeah, remember remember how hockey was yeah. on, the, on the Sega? Like, it was just remember Jeremy Roenick and Wayne Gretzky were fucking awesome oh, in this yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. Remember the fight mechanics? Yeah. Punch or don't punch were your options and skate a little bit back and forth. Yeah. Make that other character bleed. Don't Dude, feel bad about it. The yeah. graphics are so bad that, oh. That brings me yeah. back even from a sports standpoint. I'm like, oh, the Hartford Whalers still existed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. things like that where I'm like, oh, damn. Like, I wish this was still around. And I think you're making a great point, and I can speak for on my ha- behalf, and I don't know if Jesse's, but... Major distributors have basically destroyed gaming, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is like, we need to pump out more Assassin's Creed. We need yeah. to pump out more Call of Duties. Like, there's something we need this. Call of Duty, because you played Modern Warfare, that, in my opinion, was a really great game. Mm-hmm. The first Call of Duty is literally Band of Brothers, the video yeah. game. Yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It was an experience Those when you play it. They were really great. And then what they figure out is like, oh, these games are successful. We got to pump them out every freaking year. Like, it becomes too much and it becomes an oversaturation. Yeah, like, and they start to lose what made the game good in the first place. Jesse, I I thought Far Cry 4 
Three. Three. Three was awesome. Mostly because of the voice acting. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a fun first person shooter, but at the same time, right. I was like, same shit. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I never got into the Far Cry. They're, they're great games. Right. I mean, it's not. They're not. There's nothing wrong but with the, the game. Same it's the same shit. It's just not what I like. Over and over and over again. So, yeah. So, around the. So, I got NHL, and then I also got Mortal Kombat XL. Um, and th- those were two games where I was like, oh. Finally, because I was in video games. I was in well, not tons of them. Well, you I was were in, in one. Um, I was in Grand Theft Auto yeah. Five. Oh, nice. So I even got like I tried to play that, and I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. it. You didn't enjoy it. And I'm not shitting on it. I'm very proud to be part of the series. I'm right. very, very like that's awesome to me. It's like to me, it's like the Godfather of video games. Right. But it doesn't mean it's the kind of thing that I necessarily want to play. No. And not because it's bad, because I don't have time. Can I? Can I? You know, and neither do the designers of the game. <laughs> yeah. I talk to designers like, hey, like, I got a kid, lately? man. They're like, nothing. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't play We're anything. Busy. I just design these games. What? Like, <laughs> I just design these games. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like, with, with this takes four hundred hours a week. Yeah. We don't have time for anything. <laughs> they're like, I don't want to look at what I made at all when I leave the office. <laughs> just imagine. Imagine like Michelangelo finishing the the Sistine Chapel and they're being like, "How's it looking?" He's like, "Fuck you!" Off the next your thing. God looks Busy great. Man. He looks fine. Busy man. <laughs> Those games take so much work. Yeah, it's and I've been up to the studios in in New York and stuff, and it's it's very impressive to see the amount of people working so diligently on these games, and they get a great. I was really happy for them when it's made like a billion dollars yeah. or something, because they definitely I saw them put the work in. Um, but it's just a little too in, at, le- at this point in my life. It's a little too involved for me. So um, around the time that I got these other games for that I was enjoying for my PlayStation, I started doing emulators mm-hmm. uh, on my on my laptop, and I started going back and getting some of the old like Nintendo games and mm-hmm. stuff. And I didn't. I wasn't having fun with them because they were so hard to play. Right. And I was like, man, I really suck at these. Yeah. Like I... <laughs> it's Nintendo hard. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, and then this was, the, this was the big turning point. I'm trying to skip through this sort of quickly. Uh, I, I was doing At Midnight mm-hmm. once, and um, another comedian, Chris Hardwick, was like, during the break, we would talk about like games and shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, at least when I was on, that we, that we, I would tr- we would talk about that stuff. And he was like... He's like, oh, dude, I just got the the NES Classic. Yeah. And he's like, dude, fuck, man, uh, Mario 3 in HD? Holy shit. And, like, this thing went off my head where I was like, oh, wait, yeah, now you can play those games in HD. That might be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I bought an NES Classic, and that, like, that set me off. Yeah. Like, I started yeah. playing. I remember this. The day I got it, I sat down, and I started replaying for the first time in... 30 years or whatever it is uh, Castlevania 2 oh, oh Simon's yeah. Quest yeah. yeah and I was sitting in fr- and I was pretty good at it and I was like oh I don't suck at these the emulator isn't yeah it's not an accurate yeah. portrayal of the mm-hmm. game whatever like something's getting lost in translation so I started playing that I played through Mega Man 2 Ugh. I played through the Mario games I played through a bunch of shit and then I got the hack on my NES Classic that put every single Nintendo game ever on. Ah. Um, and so that's, so, when that's you, cr- so that's when you fell, uh, when nobody that's saw you for People had to knock on your door, are yeah. you okay? <laughs> yeah, that was like, that was like, that was the beginning, that was the tipping point, and that's when I started to go out and collect again. So like, mm-hmm. and collecting meaning, re- again, repurchasing 
all these things that I had already, you know. Yeah. Uh, I might have bought, I bought an Intel, the first thing I bought was an Intellivision. I might have had that, or I, I think I, maybe I got that before my Nintendo Classic. But I found like a guy on eBay that was selling basically one that was almost new in the box for like a hundred bucks, so I bought it. Yeah. And then I bought a ColecoVision um, <laughs> flashback because the regular ColecoVision was too big. So I bought a flashback, <laughs> which has a limited number of games. And now I wish I just would have bought. I eventually will just buy just a another mistake. Yeah. Just another mistake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's yeah. my thing. And then it just started from there. Yeah, that's all of that's awesome. That's awesome. What is that feeling you get? That experience you get with these games? That like, did you ever have that moment of, of realizing? I've I've had this moment. I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah. Where I go back and if I play Mega Man Two, I'm like, oh, this is incredible. Why is this so much better than these massive, massive games that I just don't want to play? So, what was the experience that you have that you're like, oh, this is the thing that's been missing? It was putting the it was putting the arcade back into all of it. Okay, they felt like arcade games again to me. You know, the games that I play now, um, for the most part, and including, by the way, the latest thing I got was a Nintendo Switch. And the thing I love about the Switch is, you know, they started really heavily supporting all the third-party Steam games and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And it's it's arcade games again. It's fun. That's like awesome. you fit you pick up Shovel Knight and you play oh, a level and it's yeah, and it's a blast or like I just played through Butcher and I just played through um Double Dragon 4, which was not great, but but it was good enough yeah. uh, for 8 bucks. Um and they're putting all the Neo Geo games on it and like, you know, it's 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 Making it made video games fun again. Yeah, it made it fun. It was an escape. It wasn't now go live another full time life in another world. <laughs> you know? I was just like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So uh, everything's become so massive now that it's just like you have your job and you have your other. And job. You don't want another. There job. are video games where you have to go to work in the video game. Now. Yeah. And like. Imagine yeah. if in the middle of playing Mario, they were like, also, fix this sink. It <laughs> yeah, would be yeah. so awful. Yeah, it's 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 a little too much. Yeah. So, and Nintendo has consistently kept the fun in it. Like, the only game on the Switch that's that's more, that I think is involved in the ways that we're talking about is the new Zelda game, which I didn't like. I think it's a good game, but it's again, it's just not it's just for me. Too much. Um, that was definitely like, a sandbox. Like we've jumped into the new generation of gaming, sort of Zelda game. Yeah, that's a that's a deep game. I yeah. mean, I know people that have logged like 150 hours. Yeah, they like it. bring it with them to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, it's but like Arms, uh, Mario Kart Eight, um, so Super Mario Odyssey looks amazing. Um, um, what else am I playing on there? Uh, uh, I have a bunch of the Neo Geo titles. Um, uh, Cave Story was fucking great. Uh, you know, like it's just a great little system, and it's great that it's portable. Uh, it's it's a great travel companion. But that's the latest thing I got, and that to me, the popularity of that is reflecting why, in my opinion, why now Road Rash is a seventy dollar purchase. Yeah. Right. Ten years, five years ago, it was four fucking dollars somewhere. <laughs> right, you know I mean? yeah. nobody wanted it. <laughs> right, but there's a resurgence in all this. A lot of it has to do with obviously the YouTube channels, and I watch a lot of those guys. I watch Cinemassacre. I watch Lord Carnage, Classic Game Room. Mm -hmm. I watch um, Snoke's. 
Is it Snoke's game room? That sounds very familiar. Um, I think it's Snoke's. Uh, you know, uh, I watch a lot of those guys, mm-hmm. and they have very, very... Oh, Metal Jesus, I like a lot. I go Game Maker's Toolkit. There's, a, there's actually a new oh, game. One. They, they came out with a new um, modern version of Road Rash. Did and they? it doesn't do it justice. Like, yeah. that was all the reviews of it. It was like, graphics are great, awesome, more explode, more this, more that. They're but like, they're it's missing still the not... Road rash. Everybody's missing the yeah. point, and yeah. Nintendo's the only company that consistently has been like, no, it's you invent a mechanic, you make it super fucking fun, you extrapolate on that mechanic, let's see if we can build a whole game. Mario is about jumping. Ha- have they ever really ever dropped the ball hugely on Mario? Like, have they ever really, like, fucked up big time? No. no. On Mario? Yeah, no. no. No, the worst you could say was that, like, the new Super Mario Brothers 2 wasn't well, yeah, that, was the that one. exciting, but it was, like, it was still pretty good. Right. It was still fun as hell. It was still, like, <laughs> you pull stuff out of the ground. Or whatever. Well, uh, I was talking to my friend yesterday about this, and he said uh, we the same thing. Like, he was like, well, why do you like the Switch so much more than the PS4 and all that stuff and I said well it's you know I said all the stuff I'm saying now but I, and he was like well you know he's like God of War is a good game he's like that's a good just kind of hack and slash run through whatever and I was like it is I was like but here's the problem with it the visuals are so spectacular that the gameplay doesn't live up to it and it's uneven yeah, then it's, it's I was a like, movie that yeah that's the thing like you play these old games the balance between graphics and gameplay are identical. Like yeah. Storytelling versus whatever. It, everything is so balanced, it all seems to fit properly. And when they take this stuff and try to make it better and look better and all that crap, it becomes like the, you know, it becomes like the Poltergeist remake or the whatever remake <laughs> or the It yeah. remake or it's whatever. Where you're like, this sequel. is just a lot of, like, it's just a flashier version. I don't know if you guys. The pro, I'm, I'm guessing in Boston because I was Philly. I don't know about Denver, but Denver's always a wash with everyone. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, Denver was founded in 1993. Did you guys know that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great new city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, you know, like we had like at the pe- like back when Pizza Hut was a restaurant that you would sit yeah. down. Yeah, we had. They had video games there. Ninja Turtles all the time. Yeah, yeah. They had mm-hmm. video games at the Seven Eleven. Like places that weren't arcades had stand up. They still had arcades. Yeah. You go to gas stations, you could freaking find arcades. Yeah. Like, yeah. So the first yeah. time I ever played Double Dragon, oh, there was a fuck. side room at the 7 Eleven in my neighborhood, which was probably a storage room that they just converted. Uh, but it was a, there was a side room at the 7 Eleven that would have two games in it. And I remember walking in and seeing this kid, Matt Schetzlein, that I went to school with, playing Double Dragon and being like, what? is this uh <laughs> and i was just like i used to love as a kid i was a big like indiana jones fan and stuff like that and i used to love the sound it would make when people punched each other mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we're talking with joe DeRosa about his sociopathic <laughs> yeah and i remember as a kid being like it doesn't make that noise in real life like, <laughs> i've tried i've yeah. tried many a time to recreate it <laughs> Yeah, thinking that sucked. <laughs> and then playing that game, and it, the game made the punch noises, and being yeah. like, holy shit, like, this is like a simulator of, like, 
being like a badass fighter. Like I, I yeah, man, that game, that game fucking blew me away when I saw that. There are so, so many games so cool. that, that <laughs> so cool. recreate that feeling where it's like everything is about that moment of impact. Uh, Broforce, uh, if you've ever played that uh, indie game, where it's just like a side scroller. Imagine, imagine Contra if it was way more over the top. Um, and starred 80s action heroes that you got to play as. Oh, that's cool. But one of the things is, like, if there's an explosion, like, the screen shakes. Yeah. You know, it's stuff like that where it's, like, you want to almost feel like you're there in these small ways that, like, impact sound or, or like, shaking when somebody gets hit. Mm -hmm. Those are big things for the way a game just feels and the way it makes you feel playing. I also feel like there are certain games that essentially, like, Double Dragon's a game that you had an experience with yeah, right? yeah. the way you like you played and you saw it and you're like what the fuck what is this game yeah. and there are so many games you pick up that you're like I really like this game but I had an experience with this other game yeah which was also another side of that as a kid was the down or was the disappointment of when you'd get a port when Nintendo would announce yeah. we're releasing such and such for the console at Christmas I remember this happened to me with RoboCop. (laughs) (laughs) The arcade version of RoboCop was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was awesome, and I loved it. And it was was really hard, and it was one of those games I was like, I never have enough. My dad will never give me enough money to play through this. (laughs) You know, like, it's just, I couldn't get anywhere in it. Right. And, um, And then they announced it for Nintendo, and I remember... It was like at the top of my Christmas list, and I got it without ever having played it because you couldn't watch. There was you couldn't go watch YouTube videos or yeah. anything. You just had to take your chance. And it probably wasn't that bad of a port looking back now, but it wasn't the arcade. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like I, in my head, I thought it was going to be like the arcade. Yeah. Something... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yes. was like that too. I, I was fucking pissed. Yeah, about that. Yeah, I was fucking pissed. That, yeah, there's an that experience. one was like. <laughs> that one was. It's you can't so... see it, but he is shaking. <laughs> he in just anger. crossed his arms. Like... That's true. He actually... Did you ever play it? Yes. Yeah, I it's... owned the NES version, and yeah. I was obsessed with the arcade version. It was so different, and it was so goddamn hard. It was. It was impossible. It sucked. <laughs> there's also there's a, there's this aspect of being with three other kids standing around that thing and all just mashing those fucking buttons, and it's not like there's a difference between like which one are you gonna be, which one am I gonna be, to we're all going to run to the purple, the blue, the orange, or the red one because that's the the Ninja Turtle we want in the arcade game. Like, there's just such a fucking feeling. There's something being there in the in the the arcade, mashing those buttons with people. Sure. There's something about there's no other experience, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Any other experience in life where you're locked into something, constrained so hard, and you're going to be used to strangers coming behind you to be like. Watch out for that part. And you're like, yeah, I know, I'm aware. And it's like all day, <laughs> yeah. some stranger behind you talking yeah. to you. It yeah. becomes a show at some point. It becomes a show. Yeah. That's great. Like, and we didn't have to get to have that experience with arcades. Because as soon as like PlayStation 2 came out, I didn't even say PlayStation 1, I think arcades were still blowing them away. By the time PlayStation 2 came out, I was like, oh, we can't compete with graphics. Like, yeah. what's the point of going and to the arcade? that was never the thing in the first place. It wasn't the thing in the first place. That made, like, arcades basically, like, disappear, which is, like, people just want to stay home and play Xbox. You can just yeah. play Halo. They don't need to yeah, go to the arcade. Yeah, I, I think the graphics were the last nail in the coffin, but I really think the death of it started to go, come when people wanted to have a more of a 3D yeah. immersive experience. You can't have that in an arcade because you can't log... 27 hours on a game yeah. in an arcade or save it. Right. Yeah. Once games became, once, excuse me, once games that could be saved 
we're tipping the scale over the games that didn't need to be saved or yeah. couldn't be saved, I think that was the end. Yeah. Because everybody was like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to go and get this far and then... I got to go start over again yeah, next exactly. week or whatever. It's um, like demoralizing. You're just like, this is just lost I, time. I can't get it back. It's tough, man. It's tough. Like, I have a real Super Nintendo. Yeah. And I'm glad to have a real Super Nintendo. It's cool. It looks cool. It's fun to play. It's fun to go find the game and spend the money and actually enjoy playing it and everything. But I will say I'm still tempted to get an uh, an S NES Classic because it has save points. Yeah. And it's, you know, it fucking sucks, man. Like, yeah. starting over, uh, <laughs> some of these games, you're like, uh, it's, it, now granted, a straight playthrough is probably only like an hour. Right. But still, it's like, it's frustrating. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> you know? The little thing that came out, which is, um, we were replaying Final Fantasy VII because they have a remastered version that you can play on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And something you can do in the new Final Fantasy games that have been remastered and brought out, you can speed it up times three. Oh, really? Because they're yeah. like, oh, everybody that played this game has already beaten it a billion times, and I guarantee they don't want to sit through cutscenes and all this shit over oh, that's and over and over cool. again. Yeah. So they're like, let's just give you what you want, which is, you know, the story, you know, everything that's going on three times as fast, just go. That way, grinding doesn't feel like it's going to take you all day. They're like, you have a kid now. Mm-hmm. You don't have that much yeah, time. You have a kid yeah. Like, now. let's speed this up. And yeah. I didn't really take that consideration until just now yeah, that they're yeah. like this is for the older generation like yeah you've got you, shit to do like you're like i need a save point i'm not gonna fucking deal with this shit <laughs> yeah yeah no that's 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 true that's well that's why i don't i can't play back through the old resident evils like the first two yeah they're too slow they're yeah. really slow um and i get that that's the point but like it's just you don't i'm not in college i don't have I'm not I, sitting in the room with a bong and like my five buddies like with a night to kill. Like, I am, and I still can't beat. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Keith's in college. You forgot to bring this up. So yeah. many bongs. Because um, we still got to do our segment. How well do you know your favorite video game about Devil's Crush? <laughs> Which I think will still be a great. I think segment. it will still work. <laughs> So just a refresher to anybody listening, Devil's Crush is a multi-tiered pinball game centered around occult imagery and death metal MIDI music. Yes. It's wildly over the top in a way that I don't think it knows it is, is pretty intense and pretty great. Yeah, and there's also the Sega Genesis version is called Devil Crash. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that might know Devil Crash, that's the same game. So let's jump in and let's just jump. Let's, let's in. quiz Joe. So let's, this, go ahead. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, so this, you go this ahead. This is going to be a lightning round. I now, can't believe you just fucking went ahead. Okay, well, there's going to be a lightning <laughs> round. So essentially, every question, uh, you have three seconds to answer it. Yeah. So we just wanted this to like, just be quick. Yeah. And, sure. and, these are, and these are all definitely going to be about Devil's Crush. Every they're, single question. They're totally not going to be a bunch of random questions in here for no reason. Not at all. We're not warning there's you not, for any there's, reason. There's, there's not be like in there. Do you get those? Oh, sure. I got it. He's got it. He's got it. All right. How old do you know your favorite video game? Question one. Devil's Crush was released for the TurboGrafx-16 in what year? I would guess 1990. Correct! Correct. Question two. Devil's Crush is the second installment in a four-part series. What are the other three games? I didn't know that, number one. I know know the first one's called Alien Crush. Nice! um, But I had no idea there were two more? Uh, There is Jackie Crush and Alien Crush Returns. What is Jackie Crush? J-A-K-I. I I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Just 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 a girl. girl. It's crushing on a girl. It's your high school. Uh, Question number three. What planet in our solar system has the shortest days due to its fast rotation time? Mars? It's Jupiter. Jupiter. I was going to say Jupiter. 
going to. Question five. What cheat no, code? Four. Question five and four. <laughs> what cheat code can be entered into receive infinite balls at nine hundred and fifty-five million seven hundred nineteen thousand one hundred points? I don't know because I would never use a cheat code. Boom. Put me in my place. <laughs> Fuck you, Keith. Devil Satan, one word. Devil Satan in all caps. Question number five. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Play Devil's Crush till I got the Devil Satan code. No, I'm sorry. It's you would ask politely for a Klondike bar, but then not be upset if the answer was no. Question six. Which aspect of Devil's Crush was edited out of the game's release on the Wii's virtual console? Oh, jeez. The pentagram? Yes, yeah, yeah. Awesome correct. question seven. What were those pentagrams replaced with? That I don't know. Eight-sided stars. Oh, God. Yeah, right? Just kind of a cop-out. Question eight. What's yeah. eight times seven? Three. Fifty-six. You got nice. it. Congrats. Question nine. What's love got to do, got to do with it? In a second-hand emotion? Uh, no, I'm sorry. It depends on it. Uh, what it is referring to, but probably very little. Is the Question 10. Answer. When you manage to beat the game, you're shown two sentences. What do they read? I've never beat it. I don't know. It is a hard game to beat. <laughs> don't tell me, actually. Oh, you don't, don't want me to tell you? Don't no, tell no. It's, it's, I mean, the, the, you heard that one score is like 100 million. I've hit like 10 or 20 million. I mean, that's, it's a tough game to beat. Fair enough. I don't tell you. You said 999 million. Yeah, yeah 955 million. Okay. Don't tell me, please. Uh, 11. What ocean is the best ocean? The uh, Pacific. I'm sorry, it's, it's the Indian, Indian Ocean. Ocean. It's, it's a fucking good, good ocean. It's such a fucking good ocean. You need to know. Question 12. How many bonus stages are there in, ga- in the game? Oh, Jesus. Six? Six? Nice. Jesus <laughs> Christ, yes. Question 13, are you was more... Was that right? Yeah, that was, right. That was okay, awesome. Cool. Cool. Uh, 13, are you more of a Samantha or more of a Carrie? Very much a, a Carrie with Samantha tendencies. Uh, that's true, but do you know why you're more of a Carrie? Because uh, I get my heart broken, but I do like to fuck. No, it's because of that time <laughs> you murdered everybody at your high school prom. You are a Carrie! This has been How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video Game? You answered a lot of those startling, startlingly correct. Well, I'm happy that, that I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was really impressive. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thank you. Guest Thank on you. Pentagram, guest on the year, got both of them, and then... Put you in your fucking place with this I cheat have, code. How dare I? How God dare. damn. How do you I'm, said that? It's what funny. It? I'm so aloof because when you turn the game on, it always says password. And I'm like, they never give you a password. Why does it say that? And I never all even thought codes. like, oh, it's because you can go get cheat codes. Yeah. Tons of them. It never even occurred to me. And they're all like, if you look them up, they're all like A seven times and then one G. Right. But then there's one that's just Devil Satan, all caps, one word. <laughs> that's great that that's the code. I love it. A little on the nose, but I do appreciate it. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's the code to live forever, too, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the video game, in life. Yeah, yeah. Devil Satan is yeah. how you live forever. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Moving on. How we, we came up with a special game just for you. Okay. Uh, as somebody who was heavy into arcade culture. Uh, so you've heard of Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, yeah. We're going to do Fuck, Mary Kill with arcade games. Okay. So we're going to list three games for you, and you have to decide which one of those games you would fuck, which one you would marry, and which one you would kill. And... If you can tell us why, we'd love that. Okay. You want to start off? Sure. Uh, sure. Uh, first one, Donkey Kong, uh-huh. Space Invaders, Pac-Man. Three classics. Uh, you, uh, you, you fuck uh, Space Invaders. Such a weird <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Dude, we made this game just to hear you say something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you fuck Space Invaders. That's what you do with Space, space Invaders. Space Invaders is a fling kind of game. <laughs> 
it's uh, it, there are many better games that came after it. I mean, that is the 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 found you know the sort of pioneer. But that's your first. But that's the fuck. Uh, the the <laughs> you marry uh, Pac Man and uh, you kill Donkey Kong because Donkey Kong is so. Pac-Man is is a, a very, uh, in my opinion, a, a very fair, um, perpetual skill sort of building mm-hmm. game. Like you can you can gradually get better with that as yeah. you practice. Uh, and the same with Miss Pac-Man, uh, which is my second favorite video game of all time. Interesting. But uh, Donkey Kong, I found that if uh, anything, it's a cool game, but anything short of memorizing the levels, you can't. Uh, yeah, you can't. There There's are things no that happen. Gradient. Yeah, there are things that happen where you're like, "That's literally impossible," and that happened every time. And unless I remember that that <laughs> thing will happen, yep, that that kind of bugs me about it. But it's yeah. still a cool. It's Donkey Kong. It's a cool yeah. game. But but kill it. We <laughs> kill that game. Yeah, Fucking kill that Jesse, game. Your turn. Yeah, let's go. Galaga, Dig Dug, and Tetris. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. I, I would, like to imagine that what's going on in your mind is like, which one of these games am I the most sexually attracted to? <laughs> well, I would marry Galaga. Okay. That was the game I was referring to when I said kill Space Invaders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would definitely marry Galaga. Uh, you know, you'd fuck Tetris. Tetris is... <laughs> Tetris is a lot of fun, but it does feel a little, a little boring. Can't have a, a good conversation stale. with Tetris. No. no, it's all... It's all <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and it's then a very I, vapid game. Yeah, and kill Dig Dug, honestly, because I, I have Dig Dug. I have a cabinet at home, and it has Dig Dug on it, and it has all these games on it. Um, and I don't, I don't know, man. I've tried repeatedly with Dig Dug. I can't fucking get into it. <laughs> I cannot get into it. It looks cool. I do just not, not for it's you. It's not a game I enjoy playing repeatedly. Murder. You just got to murder. Yeah. Thing. Third one: Centipede, Cubert, Frogger. Uh, Mary Frogger, again, like challenging. <laughs> uh, We're learning so much about what you want in a relationship. I feel like you, you know, I feel like you can. That's a game you grow with. Yeah. Like the more you play it, the better you get. At it, you know, I could see myself settling down, retiring with Frogger. Yeah, moving out of the city. Uh, and then you fuck. Uh, what were the other two? Uh, it is Cubert and Centipede. Uh, fuck Cubert. <laughs> a sentence that I'm sure many people have said. Yeah, because Cubert. That's funny because I got Cubert for my PS4. I get the port of it for PS4, and that's another one of those games like it's fun for a little bit. Yeah, but it's just it's 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 hard in a way that I don't enjoy. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, there then are so kill. many relationships yeah. you could describe as that. <laughs> and yeah. then kill, kill centipede. There's because millipede's better. <laughs> so that's why, why you keep if it around. That's how murder worked. Because uh, there's just something. There's a better. Yeah, version I mean, there's of a this. better version of a game like centipede. You know, <laughs> centipede's pretty pretty primitive. All right, number four, time cop, virtual cop, or a woman who loves you for who you are. <laughs> Well, I'll marry the woman. Look, that's a good choice. It's a safe <laughs> choice, I would say. I'll fuck uh, Time Cop, and uh, I'll uh, kill Virtual Cop. Damn. Damn. Take that, Sega Saturn. Damn. Yeah, Virtual Cop, I liked. I always liked the Time one, the Time series, better. Because um, Time Cop, I think I like Time Cop better, I think. I don't think I ever <laughs> played Virtual Cop. Uh, time, well, yeah, because Time Crisis and all that, that was all part of that that 
that uh, series, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right? So those were the best with the pedal. Mm-hmm. Those oh, were awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah. There's more mechanic in there. Five. Rampage. Paperboy. Mm-hmm. A person you've always wanted to have sex with, but only once. Well, fuck that person. It's <laughs> a good call. That's a sa- again, safe I would say call. a safe, safe call. call. A safe, safe call. call. I'll marry Rampage. Again, a game that you can get consistently better at, and I'll right. kill Paperboy. It's one of the most infuriating games. Yeah, <laughs> and also, if you have it, I have a port of that on uh, my GameCube on Midway Arcade Classics, and if you don't have that goddamn handlebar that the yeah. machine has, it's just not the... It's not, it's not the same. It, if no. this game was called Fuck, Marry, Marry Again, I would still kill <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. that game is... I used to have it for original NES, and I just like, oh, I hate it. I hate <laughs> it so hard. I've played it dozens of times. I don't think I've ever gotten past maybe the third level. If that. Yeah, it's so hard. It's the Battletoads of Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Battletoads is least... <laughs> Battletoads at least is easy, or not easy, but like fair up until a point. Mm-hmm. Right. It gets like crazy hard eventually, but like, goddamn, man, Paperboy is just like every version of that game is fucking impossible. I, I love it when people are like Dark Souls so hard, right? And I'm like, have you played Paperboy? That's... Like, have you played like in Contra? Game, like, yeah. have you played like in this game? Demons pop up from the ground and they try to steal ex- <laughs> like your soul with huge sights. Oh, on this one, uh, a dog chases you and your bike is slow because it's the nineties. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Last one. Yep. Last one. Golden Axe Gauntlet. A person who you wish was dead, who you also have no interest in marrying or sleeping with. Okay, we'll kill that person. A safe choice. As long as I get away with it. (laughs) Is that guaranteed? (laughs) Yeah. If I'm guaranteed to get away with it, if it's like a free pass, then yeah, I'll take that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the other two. Golden Axe. I would would marry uh, Golden Axe. Nah, good call. And I'd fuck Gauntlet. uh, (laughs) We played Gauntlet the other night at my place. Did you? uh, Again, it's I have a port. I, I, my, the main reason I I got a GameCube again was for the Rogue Squadron to reget the Rogue Squadron games, and then also to get the Midway Arcade Classic collections because they're really great on the GameCube. And Gauntlet's on there, and Gauntlet Two, and um, it's just a really, <laughs> it's just a harangue. Man. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's just don't use over that and enough. over and over. It's the same shit. Like it's it's it just because there just get, becomes more of it. You know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Final <laughs> segment of the show, everybody. All right. Cool. I'm good for final five. Are final you? five. So this is part of the show where we're going to ask you final five questions. We ask all of our guests these same five same questions. questions. They're all totally original. <laughs> There's definitely not one of them at the end we that's ripped off. We didn't steal from, them from any. From any. Definitely not sure. from cool. inside the actor studio. So, question sure. one. If you could be any video game character, who would you be and mm-hmm. why? Uh... Simon Belmont from Castlevania. Awesome. Uh, just because he's awesome. Just because he's, he's awesome. Not enough people answer like that. Because <laughs> he's awesome. I want to be this badass person. Why? I think I just answered. <laughs> yeah. He's he killing has... monsters, and you know he's like crushing ass and getting drunk <laughs> afterwards. Like he's, there's, a, 
there's a lot in the original NES games where you can kind of project onto characters. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I love the idea of like a 12 year old you playing Simon's Quest being like, this guy fucking crushes ass. I, I, it's not even <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. I love it that Joe is just like, you know, he gets drunk after work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the thing. Yeah, those potions <laughs> he tosses, he tosses them back after the- I'm getting that from the cartoon. The <laughs> cartoon. Ah. Uh, it's not Simon Belmont. I forget which Belmont it is, but he, uh, he like is kind of a drunk, but he's like a badass, and he like beats the shit out oh. of these guys in these bars that start with oh, him. Man, and he, I just but he wish... still fights monster. Like it's, I'm just like this looks like the fucking life. Man. <laughs> There's a part of your that like a part of your wish that is like, oh, if only I was an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at a time where it was okay. Yeah, back when it was cool <laughs> to be an all, alcoholic. Yeah, we can all be alcoholics, but yeah. uh, but it's, it's not cool anymore. Judge it. Now. <laughs> So, you know. Question two. If you could get rid of one game in history, what would it be? Um, or franchise, if you want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I'm sure. Tra- uh, Jesus, I'm blanking. I know there's games that I absolutely hate. I, I mean, like you just killed on a bunch three. of different yeah. games. Yeah, I mean, you straight up murdered a bunch of games. After making physical love to a bunch of others, graphically. Uh, I didn't, I don't hate any of those games, just in those decisions. Right. That was how I felt. But like the. Uh, but I did want to fuck some of those yeah. Um. Oh, I, I know. Final Fantasy, the whole series. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, no. He just broke series. both of our hearts. Oh, no. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> Anything turn-based, it's like, get out of my face. Oh, my I God. Care. Speaking of get out of my face, Joe, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah, I knew you guys were fit. That's actually... That's actually... I knew you guys were fans. Because you mentioned I came earlier. here to crush you. <laughs> That's actually when I was on at midnight talking to Chris about the NES Classic. That's what started it. I remember that now, because he was he plugged before the break. The new Final Fantasy was coming out, uh-huh. oh, and we man. went to it break, and he walked over to talk to us. And I go, "Do you really like the Final oh. Fantasy games?" And he goes, "Yeah, man, they're awesome." Like I could tell he was like a little <laughs> offended. And I was like, "But they're but they're turn based." He's like, "Yeah, I don't I don't mind that. I don't mind that." And I was like, "All right, let's move on to the next thing." He doesn't feel the way I so feel, you guys didn't, So you guys weren't talking about video games in between breaks. You were like, how the fuck do you still like that game? And then he brought up the NES Classic. But like, but it's yeah, so no, crazy he's... that we're never going to air this episode. That's so funny. <laughs> I did a show, an internet show, with uh, Kurt Metzger that it never got released mm-hmm. because, I don't know, some douchebag was like, it shouldn't come out or whatever. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But it was a fun thing, and we would do like we would do lists of the, the five worst things ever, the five best things ever. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was five worst video game franchises, mm-hmm. and one and one of them was Final Fantasy. I'm and so mad. Kurt was like, <laughs> Kurt was like, the worst part about this game is every title they don't keep their promise. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's never totally the Final fair. Fantasy. <laughs> you know, do you guys know what it was named after? No, what? What? the dude was a game designer who made the the first one. And he was like. He couldn't get anything to sell, and so he was like, "If this next one doesn't sell, I'm going to give up game design and just find something else to do with my life." So that was his Final Fantasy, and then it sold, and he was like, "Now let's make it a franchise." Now I'm in this forever. But here's the thing: again, I don't hate those games. I just would never play them. They yeah. they seem painfully boring to me. Oh, dude. But I'm trying. I'm really. It's tr- just that you could have said Call of Duty, and it was right there. <laughs> I could, yeah, but I, but I actually like some of those. You know oh, what I right, mean? Yeah. Like some of the early ones. I like some of the Guitar Heroes. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of a game series that truly 
where I'm like, no, fuck that game. Um, you know, there are so many bad ones. I mean, I don't know. I'll say May. I'll, I'll look just to make amends. I'll say Maze Craze for the Atari Twenty Six. What would you do if I was like, fuck you, <laughs> Maze yeah. Craze? One of the shittiest games I've ever seen. It literally is a game you could play on paper. It's just, a <laughs> it's literally just it's a maze. It's so. It's a maze on a screen with a dot, and you just have to find your way out. So of a you maze. love the witness. <laughs> yeah. It is a piece of shit. <laughs> And they advertised it as the game of cops and robbers. And it's literally literally a red dot and a blue dot and a stagnant maze. And that's it. It's fucking terrible. Ter- yeah, it's, it's terrible. Let's move on. So Question that- three. If you were to make up a video game title for your life, what would it be? Uh, I'd be called, oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. similar to Battle of the Bishops is the only thing that I would <laughs> Bishop say. Bishop of Battle. Bishop of Battle, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Battle of the Bishops would be the version that is all Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems on the nose. A lot of these titles end up being either angry or sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four, what what one aspect of video game life do you wish was true in real life? Oh, definitely the, the supernatural elements of video games. Like, give me one specific one. Well, that's why I picked the Belmont thing. Like, anything where you could be, like, an adventurer that's fighting, like, demons and ghosts yeah. and things, or, like, an Indiana Jones type, like... That to me would be the best thing ever, you know. Yeah. Followed, followed by being able to use magic and superpowers and all these things. You know? <laughs> so yeah, that those things, those are the aspects of video games that I think would be most, most fun. Most yeah, the part that is what video games started as. Yeah, fun, crazy adventure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, anything fantasy related uh, or supernatural, but not like Final, Final Fantasy, fantasy related. Nope, no. not that. <laughs> not that weird uh, glam metal. <laughs> Last question, like let me get this they fucker out Final <laughs> question of the show before we never air this. Um, yeah. Question five. Yes. If heaven exists, uh-huh. what would you like to hear God say to you <laughs> when you arrive at the pearly gates? You're the only person who's laughed at that. <laughs> no, but everyone, no, everyone's like, would you take this from? I'm like, seriously? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it always made me laugh when James left and would ask it because it was always so douchey. <laughs> Uh, hey man, you, you could totally drink and crush ass. <laughs> oh I guess that you get to be Simon up here, bro. <laughs> it's not what he said. It's not what he said. You get to drink and crush ass. Hey man, you know how the one video game aspect you said you wanted was the fantasy? Well, take that away. Now it's just being an alcoholic. Well, I don't think God sex. would have would have like demons in heaven and stuff. I picture him stop talking to Albert Einstein and all these other philosophers and be like, one second. Oh, by the way, you get to crush ass and get drunk here. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Everybody's crushing ass. Everybody's just everybody's having sex. It's a great time. It's what heaven is. Heaven is. Welcome yeah. to it. Uh, uh, thanks, guys. This was super fun, man. Thank you, yeah, man. Thanks Do you have you anything come. that you wanna you wanna plug? Uh, yeah, I'll plug my podcast. We'll see you in hell. The uh, Horror, sci-fi, fantasy discussion and critics podcast with Patrick Walsh and myself is available always. A new episode drops every Monday on uh, HeadGum. And then uh, my penthouse column every month comes out. It's called You Let Me Down, uh, opinions about things we were taught to believe in as kids. That's every month. Oh, shit. And then um, I should mention it. It's coming out soon. It's not out yet. But uh, by I was part of a horror anthology called By Night. There you go. Uh, that I'm like the pseudo host of or whatever. So that'll be out pretty soon. The uh, social media stuff all went live. So 
Check that out way. if you like like old school horror anthology stuff. Awesome, awesome man. Yeah. Awesome so much. Well, thank you so much thank for being so here. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. Let's all go play some old arcade games. Let's do it right now. Yeah. Jesse, all right. Thanks. This has been New Players Joined. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>